You are about to opt in to Monerotopia, a show for the Monero community where all are welcome to join. From noob to maxi, no matter what bags you hold. Just sit back and relax to the sweet sounds of Monero's latest progress. Or if you're feeling inspired, join us on stage. Remember, the only thing that can stop Monero is a false belief that it can be stopped. And if you want to win the revolution faster, we recommend you remove your XMR from all custodial exchanges immediately. Warning, boating accidents are common around here. Don't forget to properly secure your private keys. Monerotopia starts now. All right. All righty. Good morning. Good morning. Cheers. Happy Sunday. It's been a long weekend, huh? Yes, it has been. Very, very long. Those extra two days really make a tremendous difference. I know. It's it's felt like a nice long vacation. It's almost too it's almost a little too long. I enjoyed it. I don't know about you. No, I had a good time. Did you now? Did you? A lot of family time. Yeah. Hope everybody had some good family time, wherever you may be. Obviously not everybody celebrates Thanksgiving, but those that do. Hope you had a good time. Yes, I hope so too. So what's going on? Oh, so many things as usual. <laughs> Every week is like non-stop action. Uh, so the new event is finally ready to be yes. released. Guys, big deal. We, uh, we didn't give up. We didn't give up. We kept chugging through. We forged yeah. ahead. We heard everybody's feedback. I don't know. I guess there'll be those that still don't like what we're doing, but we responded to the situation, which was an unfortunate one. Uh, we used that as motivation to try to come up with a solution that would make for a an event that can cater to all uh, beliefs. Um, and... Uh, we're pretty proud of it. I think it's it's going to be cool. Yeah, I'm really excited. The website came out really, really awesome. As we've said before, we've had a lot of people that reached out that were, that were like, you know, encouraging us, telling us to keep going. Um, out of those people that already had bought early bird tickets, I think it was only one person had asked for their money back yeah, after back, the debacle. But actually, I emailed them and they never okay. got back to me. So I guess they're just kind of just... Well, it through. if well, you still want your money yeah, back, let us know. And that goes know. to anybody else. But uh, hopefully you, I mean, nothing has really changed. If anything, the event has only gotten better. So the new and improved Monerotopia. We basically, <laughs> you want to, you want to bring it up? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. Uh, so we're really excited about it. Uh, Untraceable really helped us out. So yeah, really he might excited. jump on at some point. Untraceable was crucial in helping us with the first go around and then he helped us uh, improve it. So basically what we did is the event still essentially the same by day. So curated speakers by day, like a traditional drum roll. Here it is, guys. Beautiful. XMR for all. I can't read it over there. What does it say? Yeah, XMR for all. April 7th, same date. Miami Beach, Florida. Um, It's a hybrid event. Curated by day, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. And then uncensored by night, <laughs> 6 p.m. to 11 p.m. Or until we get kicked out, basically. Um, so, yeah, we're really excited about it. Uh, yeah, so the way it's going to work is the daytime events, it's going to be like any traditional conference. Um, 
we're going to pick speakers. We'll scroll down. We'll show you. We have a couple of really good people that are confirmed. Um, and the idea with the daytime is, you know, we want high-level Monero talks. So kind of similar to what happens at or what happened at MoneroCon. Uh, my understanding is, is another one that's being planned. It was on and off, but it looks like they're making some headway now. Um, but we, you know, we want that to kind of mimic a MoneroCon type style during the day. So some high level Monero speakers, devs that are working on things, the type of people that we have on Monero talk often. So that's going to be our daytime set. We have three people confirmed for that. You want to, yeah, you want to scroll down. Um, and the idea is to maybe get another, at least another three, maybe more, depending on how long people say their talks are going to be. To the and... time speakers, drum roll, we got Francisco Cabanos. Nice. Uh, uh, Arctic Mine. Uh, we have uh, Lee Claggett, aka VT Nerd, and Elizabeth, who's working on XMR and um, Ether uh, Atomic Swaps. Yeah, she was on last week. Yeah, she was on last week, so... So that'd be cool. Her and she's excited nice to, have, to come on. Yeah. Nice to have a female up there. Yeah. I'm really excited. Woohoo. <laughs> um, so yeah, anybody that's listening that thinks they want to be a daytime part of the daytime session, reach out to us. Somebody that's, you know, maybe you have a new paper that you're working on, something that you want to present to the Monero community. Once again, we're kind of looking for like the high level, super Monero focused stuff. Uh, people that are working on the protocol. Then by night, drum roll, it's a free for all. The so, after dark speakers, the after Ooh. dark speakers, anybody can register themselves. Um, so you click that little button there, super simple registration form. We literally just ask for your email. Uh, we ask if you want to speak for you know 15 minutes, a half hour, or an hour, and we then ask you to pay us. To XMR down payment that will be refunded to it's you. Refunded if refunded. you show up like and if speak. You show up, yeah. Obviously, we have some general guidelines there. Um, we want you to come and talk about free speech money. Uh, you know, your your talk should be somewhat somehow related to this concept of Monero and free speech money. But you're free to book yourself. Uh, all you have to do is put down that Monero down payment. Now, what we're going to do is we're only going to release, I think, one or two spots at a time. Um, so that we don't just get a deluge and everybody just takes all the spots. I don't know how many spots we're going to have. Once again, it depends on how long people are requesting to speak for. And that's that. What else we got? Oh, and now uh, we have a, a special performance. Bye. Oh, oh my God. How did I forget this? I'm trying to scroll up. I don't know what's lagging. Uh, we have a special performance. Bye. Do 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 crypto bear crypto bear <laughs> confirmed he said confirmed. it'll be he, he confirmed yeah <laughs> so, so really excited about that he's gonna try to maintain his anonymity <laughs> um or his yeah he's he's not re he's gonna try to not reveal who he is uh well as long as he shows up in a bear costume i guess he'll be yeah okay. i know that <laughs> We'll know who he I don't is. know if he'll be out in the audience, <laughs> and then he'll sneak away, and then there'll be yeah. people trying to figure out who is. It's gonna be a Bear. mystery. Yeah, yeah, we have we even have no idea how he's gonna pull it off. We all don't. So. Yeah, we'll probably have him perform during the after dark, or maybe as the intro to the after dark speakers. We'll we'll come yeah, up with we're something. Yeah, figuring good. that out again. That should be fun. Uh, and then once again, also like we had said first go around, so there'll be plenty of drinks going around, uh, plenty of coffee, gratuitous coffee. We'll have a yeah. bar you could pay with Monero. 
Uh, we're gonna try to keep the drinks super cheap. The ticket prices are super cheap. Basically, we're just trying to cover our costs right now. Doesn't look like we are. No. <laughs> uh so, but we'll see please we purchase the tickets now <laughs> we haven't even tried to get sponsors yet which leads us to the last thing somebody actually well, we reached have, out to us yeah they reached out to us none other than uh uh where is it Ooh, down here Pull it down. Coin, coin cards. cards yay thank you coin cards yeah, for being thank you our so much our first, first sponsor, sponsor believing in us we'll give and your... they are an awesome product anyway <laughs> we've been using them and we use them smooth. all the time it's how we uh buy our amazon food and groceries and whole foods and goodies and goodies <laughs> um so that's cool so, so, yeah, so right now the tickets are the early adopter are uh they're at a 59 so uh, try to get them as soon as you can because they're gonna go up go ahead click the, click the buy now link Ooh, let's do that let's buy now let's buy one right now you know <laughs> i i want to buy one actually I bought one last night just to retest it out <laughs> it all works good untraceable fixed up that section as well it's pretty smooth yeah. checkout guys so we integrated now payments into it we only accept crypto um it's like a three-click process and it asks you to if you've ever used the now uh, now payments thing it's it's pretty slick and simple an address pops up you got to send your crypto you could send i don't know there's various cryptos they accept and then it will auto convert it and send it off to us as monero so so yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Um, so buy your tickets now, and that's really. It. I don't know yeah. when we're gonna raise the prices. That will happen at some point. Uh, we want the idea is to you know encourage you guys to sign up, so it gives gives the event more momentum, and we have. Yeah, and the venue is conference. really nice. Also, I don't think we talked about the venue. The venue, the really... it's the Miami Beach Women's Club, which is like a block, a few blocks away from, from the, the Miami, Miami conference. conference. Yeah, walking distance. Yeah, it's like a 10-minute walk. Yeah, it's so. really it's really nice. Just a big big room, really. It's actually pretty classy. Uh, it's got a nice stage. It's going to be good. It's going to be gonna good. Be We're going to have DJ. It's going to, you know, I'm excited about it. It's going to be like kind of similar to our Monero parties, except, the, you know, obviously with the speakers and everything. So. Yeah, we'll have to see how we kind of cram everything in. But we'll be there the whole day, I'm sure, you know. All day. It'll, it'll work. <laughs> Get the speakers off the stage, put the music back on. People head to the bar they get some drinks it'll be good so, all right yeah, so uh yeah go to monerotopia.com to buy your ticket today or to check it out and or to anonymously book yourself as a speaker as a speaker uh, Ooh, yeah I'm, I'm curious to see who will be speaking and excited i think chris guy is gonna, <laughs> gonna sign up i don't know i'm not reaching out to him <laughs> but if you guys want to hey you know it's open open for all that's the funniest part after all this like that he started turning on me i was like Dude, I know. I'm, like, I'm, I'm on your side man pretty hilarious so, so uh yeah i guess uh bring up our guest uh yeah sure let's uh, uh well we're doing price report first or oh uh, yeah let's yeah, do yeah. the price report let's do the price report first let's do it so the monerotopia price report segment is sponsored by local monero Avoid using KYC exchanges. Buy and sell Monero directly for fiat, peer-to-peer. -peer. All righty. Beautiful. We got a fungible hey, again. How's it going? Hi, guys. All good? Just All sipping good. coffee with Monero? <laughs> this Cheers, man. Cheers. Cheers. Let me share my screen. 
Thanks for doing this again. You did a great job last week. A lot of people reached out. They liked what you were doing. So appreciate oh, it. Thank you. thank you so much. It's my pleasure. No problem. So can you see my screen? Great. Uh, so I'm not doing a presentation this time, but just uh, kind of a walkthrough about what I'm going to present. Uh, I'll be showing some charts as well. Um, so basically, uh, well, where do we begin? Uh, I'm going to just cover the technical analysis uh, first, and then I'm going to go to fundamental analysis, and I'm also going to uh, talk about a little bit of news that is going to happen probably uh, from tomorrow on, which might have an indication on the on the effect of price. So anyways, so just to begin with the technical analysis part, I'm just going to cover the XMR USD chart and how that is going, and also the uh, XMR BTC chart. Uh, using the four standard indicators, which are RSI, uh, MACD, Bollinger Bands, and Supertrend, and I'll be covering some uh, network uh, parameters, which are quite important just to see uh, how we are doing fundamentally on the Monero blockchain itself. Which is the one of the first one I'm going to cover is the average fee per transaction, how much it costs to send the Monero transactions. Uh, how easy is it to mine today as a miner for Monero, as well as the number of transactions per day uh, for Monero? And yeah, the last part, as I said, was <laughs> I think something you would have already heard, but I'm just going to cover this: the India's regulation of private cryptocurrencies. So I'll just go back to the chart with the fundamental part. Can you see my chart? Can you see my screen? Easily? Uh, yes. yes. Oh, cool. cool. That's good. Um, so uh, this is just uh, a weekly chart. So you can, you know, choose any kind of uh, daily or monthly or weekly. So the farther away we go, so let's say if you are choosing four hourly or weekly, the farther away we go, we get uh, more accuracy about what is happening. So just to give you an indication, this is uh, something called the RSI indicator, which is basically shows the magnitude of recent gains and loss, which also indicates the overbought and oversold conditions. So uh, we have a range between uh, 30 on the downside, or you can say 20 on the downside and 80 on the upside. So when it reaches uh, on the top side, it's more of the over uh, overbought condition. And when it goes to the downside, it's oversold condition. So we want to always, you know, on the technical side, on a short time, we want to be able to buy uh, the asset when it goes down, along with other indicators. So this is just uh, for our viewers to see when we had this kind of uh, crazy peak around the end of uh, 2017, the RSI on the weekly uh, charts was, was really overbought. And also the, the kind of crazy run that we had recently in May, uh, April, May of this year, the RSI was overbought, as you can see here. And when it reaches overbought, it has to reverse. I mean, that's like the, the, the whole idea of technical analysis in this case. We also see it alongside with other indicators just to make sure that our uh, indications are right. So you see this is MAC CD line, which is moving average convergent divergence. Uh, this also had a great run up, which is kind of like an overbought condition. And when it crossed the green line, crossed the red line on the downside, then we had this thing sliding down. And the same thing over happened here. But at this moment in time, where are we right now? We are actually in a no man's land, no man's territory. 
it's not doing a great price action in the sense of it's more of a consolidation band as we speak. And you would also see it's kind of at the baseline, the max CD. So we are basically, uh, this indicates that we are kind of uh, in a, a downward trend, but in a more of a consolidation trend around the 200 uh, odd range. And this is the, uh, the one with the Bollinger Bands. Uh, just to quickly say about what Bollinger Bands is, it's, uh, you see this, let me highlight this just a second. The one that you see in the center, this is the, the moving average that the price basically is uh, following. And the, uh, the bands that you see around it are basically uh, telling us about uh, the two standard deviations that is plotted around the center line, which is the moving average. So this is basically a measure of volatility of the, of the asset. So it either, you would see that it either expands or contracts. So when there was like a huge run up, you'd see that there is a there is an expansion of this Bollinger Band. And when there is a consolidation, there is a contraction of the Bollinger Band. And uh, you would see at this moment in time, we are somewhere in this range of, of contraction. And the good thing about contraction is that the more we contract, uh, it's, a, it's a leading indicator of volatility, volatility to, to arrive. So we can expect probably in the in the future, I don't know when that is, we can see something like a, a band going up and down. And at this at this point in time, we are at the lower point of the band, which is like we should stick along with this price. So I expect that we 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 maintain the price levels of 210, which is kind of like the bottom. Uh, but if we break that, the next level will be around 180. So we have to uh, maintain these two levels. Um, so what we also see right now is <laughs> on more of the technical time frame on a short term, uh, we are somewhere around neutral to sell zone, which is, you know, the price action is a bit lazy. It's not doing something, something great, but this is only on the, on the lower time frames. However, if you see the XMR BTC chart, so it may not be the best. Uh, in terms of money uh, to, to trade XMR USD. But for XMR BTC, let's say if you have one BTC and you want to sell it, uh, it can be quite an uh, amazing trade because uh, the, the stochastic RSI is at, at oversold conditions. So if you want to trade BTC for, uh, for XMR, that could be a very good trade because even if BTC falls down, uh, XMR would fall down less relative to that. Um, so this is where we are on on the, it's still a buy against the BTC, you see here. And as far as the uh, the fundamental part is concerned, I'll just quickly uh, arrive at that. This is the Monero chart for the transaction fees in the in the coming, uh, you know, in the, in the history of that, you would see that there is a sudden dip of the transaction fees over time. And how did this happen? And that was uh, because of the, uh, Technology of Monero, which uh, introduced uh, the bulletproofs and uh, you know the other things in the in the recent past. Uh, yeah, so the transaction fees are really low. It's it's less than around uh, dollar cent, basically. It's uh, going around that. But if you were to compare that against Bitcoin, you would see that it's it's still always struggling. So whenever there is a peak in the price of Bitcoin, the 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 fees you would see on the top left. It's, it's really $50 and this comes down and there's going to be another peak. Let's say we go to $100,000. The fees is again going to come back. 
uh, although there are developments happening in Taproot and SegWit, uh, we still see, you know, because of the block size is, is constant, but Monero is not that. It has a variable block size. So the fees is going to be this way, even if whatever happens to Monero. So that's an excellent thing. And also, as far as the minor difficulty goes, you would see that it's constantly rising, which is also an indication that more miners are joining the network. And therefore, the, the it's, it's becoming uh, relatively more difficult to mine over time. So um, yeah, that is that is mostly mostly a gist of uh, where we are on the fundamental side. Fundamentally, we are doing good. Technically, we are struggling a little bit uh, on the on the short uh, time frames. Um, and perhaps lastly, I want to also mention one thing about what is happening uh, because Kraken UK had you know as we know. Uh, put a moratorium on buying and selling of Monero in UK recently, as you all know. However, uh, there is something going to happen in from in India tomorrow because uh, India is going to introduce 26 bills for the winter session of Parliament, and one of the bills is going to be, uh, as I just put on here, uh, regulation of private cryptocurrencies. And it's not very clear as what private actually means. Is it like all the cryptocurrencies because they want to introduce a CBDC as well? central bank digital currency or is it something like the privacy cryptocurrencies and we will know in a week's time what's going to happen because you see that there was recently last week there was a food fear uncertainty doubt where this news was announced bill hasn't been passed yet uh, monero price went down to 140 dollars in the indian markets so we have to wait and watch what the announcement is going to be in the in the in the coming days i don't think they're going to like put a ban to it but if they say something about privacy, private cryptocurrencies like Monero, then of course, the, the trading exchanges will have to delist that, let's say, because, uh, uh, and also last thing on a, on a good note, uh, I think a lot of people did not know about Monero, just like they did not know too much about Bitcoin in 2015-16, and the demonetization happened in India. A lot of people went into Bitcoin. So similarly, uh, uh, I don't know what happens with the Monero part, but I think there's way more awareness. All the Indian news channels are talking about Monero as I see today as we speak. So uh, yeah, that concludes my prize report. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, man. Thank you. Very good. Very good. Very good. What the um, that one chart you, you the chart you show in the beginning? I'm not a TA guy mm -hmm. by any measure. Uh, that basically shows the historic. Yeah, uh, is that potentially a huge cup and handle? I always hear that terminology get thrown around. Is that uh, or it doesn't? You mean you mean for the Bollinger Band or the you mean this one? The one that shows, you know, the price going up and then dipping off as it is and consolidating, is that potentially being a handle? I, I don't, I'm not a TA guy, as you can probably tell. Um, <laughs> th there is there is one thing I can say. There is a there is a, a potential of a double bottom because you see the, the price is around $210. It's, it's, it's bouncing off of this, which mm -hmm. is like, uh, and it should not test this part. I would say, again, if it breaks this, then we have to go to the next support level, which is around... Uh, which is around $180. So we have to, uh, like, we, we don't have to break this one because if we break this, we directly fall to $180 of sorts. Okay. Uh, I don't know if that answers your question, but. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. It answers the question. Thank you so much, man. Yeah, so thank Monero, you. As, as always, is hanging in there, hanging in there. <laughs> any day now, guys, any day now. We'll, we'll see what happens. And any uh, more questions or something or uh, no I, I think we're good man amazing thank you right. for 
covering it all, doing the price, and then once again talking about some of the actual just metrics of what's going on. Yeah, thank you so much. We all it, was, it was still a bit longer, I guess, but I think it's just... Takes no, it was, was perfect. perfect. Okay. Don't worry about perfect. it. <laughs> the only thing you could do better is tell us, uh, you know, the price is going to go to, you know, $10,000 a coin. Yeah. Oh, well, well it, it's... exaggerating it's, a little bit. Well, <laughs> maybe I'll cover this in one of the, uh, you know, follow-ups uh, in the near future about why Monero holders need patience. There's a, there's a nice chart I can draw, uh, which kind of shows the, the, the histogram distribution of, of, of how many times Monero does this, uh, you know, 100x to the moon. Right. The thing is, it just happens out of nowhere, right? And you you could be sitting there forever, and uh, you end up missing the the train when it leaves the station. True. All right, man. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. uh, I will anyway tune into the show offline. Cheers. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Uh, Okay. okay, So now we have our guest segment. Back to back. Back to back. The Monerotopia guest segment is sponsored by Cake Wallet. Store, send, receive, and exchange your Monero and Bitcoin safely on iOS and Android too. Cake Wallet is open source, and you always control your own keys. All righty, we got a clarity focus on. Hello, hello. Hey, how are you guys doing? Can you hear me okay? Yeah, man, I think we got you pretty well. Thanks for jumping on. Hey, uh, yeah, thanks for inviting me and uh, thanks for, for you to you and uh, Sunita for doing all the work uh, towards Monero community to create the awareness and uh, and also uh, for the coffee as well. I have not yet had it, but I'm sure it tastes great. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really delicious. <laughs> thanks for jumping cool. on. Um, I've seen you around a while now. I've seen you on Twitter and, and elsewhere and you're tweeting about Monero. Uh, so I reached out. I know you want you want to, I guess, tell us a little bit about yourself and the projects that you're working on in the space. Uh, yes, of course. Uh, so uh, for my introduction, I'm just uh, using a pseudonym. Uh, that's the name of my newsletter, actually. Uh, so I am based in South Asia and uh, where I live, uh, the government doesn't have a well-defined set of regulations on uh, any digital assets or crypto as such yet. Uh, so it's not really clear what sort of approach they are going to take. Uh, so basically, uh, just to avoid any confrontation, I'm just uh, staying pseudonymous as of now. Uh, so I have an engineering background. I have over a decade of experience working in the tech industry. Uh, so, I, but I'm not did not start off as a developer. I'm not a big coder as such, but I worked on uh, integration testing between web applications, web services, and uh, uh, other enterprise software. Um, I was also involved in product design, UX research, and uh, creating user scenarios and optimal workflows for uh, various applications. Uh, so most of our clients were in you know, big banks and uh, big tech names. Uh, so my role required me to work closely with the developers and uh, product teams. And I could always see you know, the kind of differences with what uh, the, uh, the users of the product expect and what the developers would generally focus only on the tech and less on the actual experience. So <laughs> which is quite relevant to uh, Monero. I'll just touch on it a little bit later. Uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, uh, finance has always been a passion, and I've always been looking for financial opportunities. And uh, uh, from the past couple of years, uh, you know, the world has never been the same. So uh, in that situation, I've also, I mean, I started giving serious thought about crypto. And first, I got into Bitcoin, and then uh, uh, that is generally what is supposed to be cash. And, uh, and now, uh, to 
due to the optimizations of what they had, it turned out to be a, a I, I see it as a store of value or an asset, hard asset with scarcity and also a very deep liquidity. So this wasn't the case uh, before, as you know, uh, until Bitcoin came in, uh, the world didn't have this kind of an asset. Uh, so that has been solving for that. But uh, once I uh, dive deeper into the crypto space, I uh, found Monero and, uh, and this privacy aspect really I was drawn to it and uh, also the mining aspect um, that uh, we all know that uh, Bitcoin was initially designed uh, to be as egalitarian as uh, Monero but however it was then uh, taken over by uh, the uh, ASICs so um, uh, so I started mining Monero as well and uh, just to see if it works and it did uh, and compared to now uh, you know about two years I mean nearly one and a half, 18 months or uh, from 18 months uh, in the past, the hash rate was much lower than where it is now. So I, I could easily mine. Uh, now I'm not too much into it. But yeah, so that's how I got into Monero. And uh, eventually I realized that you know, this is what... Uh, and then I got down the rabbit hole, of course. And I listened to uh, your show, your talks, and Daniel Kim and many others in this space. And then I realized and that I decided to promote this. Uh, you know, This is really uh, freedom money. I feel. Yeah, that's how I got into it. Awesome. Sorry, it was a long answer. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. And so your, your newsletter, you focus on all different cryptos or you focus a lot on Monero? What's, what's uh, Basically, yeah, I, I started it to uh, uh, cover uh, you know what's happening uh, in mainstream crypto, how uh, mainstream society is actually adopting crypto in, uh, uh, you know, uh, in, in different cases. Like, you know, I, I have, I'm trying to look at different uh, use cases for crypto and see how uh, it's being uh, entering into the mainstream world. Uh, so this year, as you know, this uh, has been mostly about uh, the institutions uh, entering Bitcoin as an inflation hedge uh, that was uh, started by MicroStrategy. Uh, Michael Saylor has also is a big uh, advocate in this space. And uh, uh, this year has been great for, uh, you know, this cycle basically has been great for DeFi, uh, L1 smart contract platforms like, you know, uh, to name a few, uh, Ethereum, Solana, Avalanche, and so on. And uh, NFTs has been a new craze, and it's all about flexing their <laughs> new profile pics, of course. Um, similarly, I feel there will be a day when uh, the mass attention comes to privacy as well. So yeah, so it's all a matter of uh, trigger, what uh, what creates that. So yeah, so we can talk about, like, I I'm sure there will be a case for Monero when, you know, it will be the uh, go-to thing uh, just like how you know the hot topics are today, and of course the meme tokens are always there. That's where all the uh, retail money is uh, eyes, I guess. And uh, the exchanges uh, use this opportunity to list them immediately and uh, uh, to you know catch in on the fees. So they are also in, not that you know they serve any purpose, but uh, it's mostly fun and suppose uh, they have their fair share of uh, uh, publicity as well. Awesome, man. Awesome. And so do you find, um, I guess you wouldn't know, but are, are, what are most people uh, subscribing to you for? What, what, where are you getting the most uh, traction? Yeah, I, I uh, have written some long-form articles, uh, but I'm also you know, focused on building my portfolio and uh, I've invested in several different uh, areas of crypto that uh, uh, from the past almost uh, you know, two years now. Uh, so, so I see that uh, I want to write... Uh, every uh, week consistently but that's not usually possible so i a uh, few you know few months ago i started uh, this uh, series weekly series called tweets into thoughts um, 
where uh, basically i i or you know as you know most of us in crypto we don't really need to look at any mainstream news all we need to do is be on twitter and uh, search for hashtags and you'll find everything there so i what i do i just uh, curate a list of you know what happens uh, in the past week uh, related to mainstream crypto adoption including you know uh, maybe bitcoin or any someone entering uh, the new space or uh, something happening with the metaverse nfts and uh, of course privacy what are the developments uh, and you know i just uh, try to curate them and put it, put them into one uh, one post and post it every week and that's what i do consistently when i'm not writing articles so uh, that's also to improve my you know uh, just to keep writing and when when i try to write i write uh, slightly more detailed ones i think uh, Uh, the ones you reached out to me after that uh, wrote a post about uh, El Salvador uh, when they started uh, using uh, Bitcoin as a legal tender. Uh, I wrote some history about uh, what, how they, the, what led to this decision and uh, some other findings what have uh, come across and some implications what they are likely to witness in the medium to long term. So yeah, very um, cool, man. Yeah. I think, um... Let's keep you up here. We're going to run through the news, and then we could uh, maybe get some of your input on that. So we'll, we'll, sure. we'll jump, yeah, we'll jump into the news report, and then we'll also we'll let people up on stage after that. But we could go over it with you as well. I saw people uh, making comments. Somebody was asking why the the earplug swag. <laughs> so uh, that's for you know anybody that's coming to Monerotopia that may not want to hear the person on stage, particularly during the, the after dark <laughs> hours, if. You want to opt out and not listen. You're, you walk away, put on those earplugs. Earplugs will be provided to all. So it's just a way for everybody to uh, fairly participate. Yes. Opt right. in and opt out as you choose. <laughs> Should we uh, run through the news? Thank yep. you so much. Clarity Focus, yep. stay, 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 stay with on. us. And we're going to bring up, uh, talk about some news events and we could get your feedback on it. Yeah, sure. All right. And now for our weekly news segment. Always love that. All right, our uh, who's who's our weekly news segment sponsored by? We don't have a sponsor. No, yet. we don't. So have if you're out there and you want to sponsor our <laughs> weekly news segment, we can uh, hold on. Oh, there you yeah, go. Your links. Yeah, it just it's lagging a little for some reason. I guess we got a lot going on here. Yeah, so the, it lags. But I believe the first the one. First one was the the tweet that Justin put out. Is that what you got up there? Yeah. Yes. So uh, obviously we all know about the Kraken delisting in the UK. Justin reached out to the FCA, the Financial Conduct Authority. I guess they're the regulators that would oversee um, UK Kraken. Uh, and basically flat out asked them, like, what's going on? Why uh, is Kraken being told they need to delist Monero in the UK, can you point out to the specific regulation or guidance that's saying so? And they basically said, um, you know, as far as they're aware, there is no regulation that they know of um, that would force Kraken to do this. So it's pretty cool. Pretty cool that uh, Justin made that move and got an answer so quickly. I thought that was interesting. Um, but then just uh, Jesse Powell, who is the CEO or and founder of Kraken, he respond. The C, uh, the FCA reads my tweets, so they should be popping up in here any minute to clarify that not finding something doesn't mean it doesn't exist. So, 
your guess is as good as mine, guys. I don't know what's going on. Uh, if anybody wants to pop up on stage that has more thoughts on, on on this, please do. We had a good conversation with Arctic Mine about it last week about the delisting and his theory that it's basically the chain analysis companies kind of in the background pulling the strings, lobbying people, and getting 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 things done to uh, to essentially keep their service relevant. Um, in a pure Monero world where all exchanges are, are, are using Monero and accepting Monero and people, more people are using Monero, it's going to be harder for these chain analytics companies to essentially offer their services. So that's where we're at. That clarity focus. Do you have any opinion on that? Have you been following that news story at all? Uh, yeah, I have. Uh, it is possible, but uh, I mean... Uh... Usually, what uh, I mean, I, what we have seen is uh, other than the uh, uh, chain analysis company, I mean the uh, surveillance companies. It also it could be the uh, regulators who uh, uh, who generally view privacy coins in in the you know you know as something you know which uh, is uh, not really great. It's uh, kind of like for only for criminals and so on. Uh, also, uh, we've heard about. Um, uh, something called as the travel rule by uh, FATF. Uh, this was, uh, I heard first uh, from um, Coin Bureau. You may must have uh, known uh, Guy. He, he, does a, he runs a very good uh, YouTube channel on crypto. He's covered uh, Monero as well. So he has mentioned uh, in, in his video that uh, the privacy coins will be under uh, you know, serious scrutiny going forward. And uh, to be honest, I, will, I would uh, expect, uh, you know, even this crap, crackdown could eventually come to the U.S. Uh, Kraken as well and uh, also many other jurisdictions. Uh, so, I mean, uh, ideally, the community, community should actually uh, look for different on-ramps and on off-ramps, uh, just like how uh, some, other, some of the wallets are doing their in, you know, within uh, on-wallet swaps and so on. That's the best way to handle this. Agreed, agreed. Yeah, I think that's the default of the Monero community. Everybody's kind of handling, responding to it that way. Well, we don't really care. Um, we'll just use our Monero as we wish. And it's yeah. better if people move off of centralized exchanges anyway and learn to use these other tools that are being built uh, to allow that will give people access to Monero. Next yes. uh, next story was it was another tweet. This okay, guy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know exactly who he is, um, but he was kicked off of Kraken. Uh, so another Kraken story, um, and he didn't really understand why, and he got very little information from Kraken. But apparently, it was because he was doing uh, coin joins um, in his, you know, any any Bitcoin that he was sending to the exchange, I guess, had previously been mixed. And he was flagged and he was booted from the exchange. So that's another interesting story. Obviously, if with Monero, that wouldn't even be possible. They wouldn't be able to, to see a history attached. So that, that, that kind of got a lot of traction in the Monero community this week. Uh, what else we got? Let's, we'll continue to run through these. And then anybody that wants to comment on them, we'll bring them up. What's the next one we had on Some there? pictures room. Oh, yeah. So that was a popular post this week on Reddit. Havino looks like they're making a lot of progress. We need to be. We need to do a show with them. Hopefully, we get somebody that can come on and talk about that. Talk about the progress they're making. So, obviously, anybody uh, who's in the Monero community has probably heard of 
Havino at this point, they're attending, attending to be the Monero-based BISC, so a decentralized exchange uh, that's based on Monero as, as the primary uh, trading pair. So super exciting to see that getting built out and it's making progress. And I guess the, the site itself is looking good. People are excited about that. Next story. Is a CC. Oh, CC, yeah. So somebody had pointed out, and I think it's good that we point this out too. So there's a bunch of ideas in the CCS uh, that people are trying to move over into the funding stage. So I encourage anybody that's watching this, you know, check it out. Go to the ccs.getmonero.org. You could check out the ideas section and you'll see which ones are still kind of waiting to be put into the funding stage and it helps obviously if you go in there and you comment on the idea whether or not you think it's good or bad it helps move it along one way or the other so i see the monero observer guy he's looking for more funding we were trying to get him on to do price reports with us so uh you know guys show him some love he does some good work um getting to grips with monero mini series this is pretty cool these guys are making um short uh information videos with regards to Monero tutorials, essentially. Uh, they made a few good ones. They made a, a mining Monero one with P2 pool um, that got a lot of traction and they're setting out to make a bunch of other ones like, you know, running full notes, things like that, like basic things that people would want to, uh, you know, people getting involved in Monero that don't really know much can, can watch and learn and figure out how to, how to do these things, you know, start using Monero, running a node, mining Monero. So very cool. They're making progress. Uh, once again, advise people to check that out. Maybe give them some comments and it'll help move it into the, the funding stage. This next one, I don't even know what it is. I opened it up before. It doesn't really make sense. So I don't think that's going to make much uh, headway. That regional lottery community. I don't even know what they're talking about there. <laughs> the Monero community anthem. Uh, we had those guys on a few yeah. weeks ago. Um, so they're still sitting in the idea stage. I don't know, guys. Do we do we want a Monero anthem? I mean, it sounds cool, but I think we're asking for 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 quite a bit. They do really good work. I thought it was cool. Um, but yeah, show them some love. At least comment on their um, their idea, and it will help move it along. And then Italian mastering Monero. Sure, why not? Let's see uh, mastering Monero in Italian. Let's spread the word. <laughs> Let's spread the word. What else? What what other news stories yeah. we got? We have this one. Sorry, that's possible. Oh, Cake Wallet looks for. Oh yeah, I thought that was a good post. Yeah. Got a lot of got a one of the most highly rated posts this week on Reddit. Cake Wallet just and that, you know making it clear to everyone that you know they always look to the community first when they're trying to hire somebody or get somebody to help out with something and we couldn't possibly agree more um they've been major supporters of our show and everything we do and we see them reaching out to people all the time uh, they recently hired justin and he's uh you know i think already making a lot making making a lot of headway over there so it's just good to know cake's putting the word out um that they always try to look to the community first when they're hiring people which we did this week yeah right? we, we did yeah I was gonna we put up a post about a hiring a social media marketing person and yeah, we got a lot of response. we got a lot of love a lot of responses guys <laughs> yeah we're gonna be uh speaking to them uh today 
not a, it's not a full-time job no, no, it's not, yeah. like you're, you know it's uh we have, we have some tasks that need to be done on a regular basis yeah. and we will be looking so to pay in monero it's not even like necessarily like a part-time gig it's like yeah per task it could, cases, get, it yeah. could get pretty yeah, yeah. Uh, pretty rigorous but but it was cool to see all the responses and we'll be reaching out to everybody we set up uh phone calls with everybody Today, so. but yeah cake cake does this all the time they do a great job of that giving back to the community and always looking for to the community for for gaining support you know for when they need to get things done um so they even said in this post reach out to them even if they don't have anything right now just to let vic aware let cake know that in general you have some skill set and you're interested in potentially working on on cake and at least he'll he'll know that you exist when he does try to do something in the future <laughs> that might relate to what he'll you know do. You exist. yeah and then the the last post here. What was the last one? I am Monero XMR. Please allow me to introduce myself. Oh, that was a fungibles post. So that was yes. one of the highest rated posts this week. Check it out. He wrote a nice long post about uh from the standpoint of Monero. If Monero were a person talking, I thought it was cool. A lot of people loved it. And he touches on some really important things there. So give that show that some love. That was cool. I say now we we bring uh people up, right? Yeah, let's do that. Clarity can stay up here yes. if you like. It's the viewers on stage yeah, sure. segment. It's that time where we invite you, the viewers, up on stage to comment on anything you've heard so far today, ask the guest a question, or maybe talk about one of the news topics. Come on down. Come on down. Never forget that. <laughs> Come on down, guys. We see comments, people writing comments. Come on, jump up in the same in person. You know, you don't have to put your camera on. You can disguise. Oh, look, we got a turkey. There we go. We That's how you do it. Hanging out. That's how you do it. Untraceable. Yes. That's untraceable. Yes, Hello, guys. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> love it. Love Amazing. it. Amazing. <laughs> uh, and who else we got? Ian? Yep. Oh, yes. Hello. Seen. I'm a very big fan of the uh, Monero Talk channel. And I just wanted to come here and uh, talk with you, be part of the community. Awesome, man. Awesome. awesome. Is there anything in particular you want to bring up? Well, uh, first of all, I wanted to share my experience um, because I'm very new. Uh, it's been like one month uh, s since I discovered Monero through, um, through um, oh my God, uh, YouTuber, uh, Mental Outlaw, if you know him. I... I even send you an email trying to get you to yes. contact yes, yes, yes. He's a very privacy guy. So, And uh, I first uh, downloaded the GUI and find it great that I could pay my friend that is in another country with below one cent of fees. I, I uh, think it was amazing. It was a revolution, you know? And uh, I, I wanted to um, put on my phone a wallet and I search for cake wallet, you know, um, and I I love cake wallet. It's it's been great, uh, but the the rating on um, the app store is kind of low. So just before uh, everything, I would encourage everyone on the show to maybe go and uh, uh, give them a high review, uh, five stars, so we can bump up their um, their rating. Just that. I just wanted to say that. That's a great idea, man. That's a simple thing people can do to, to show support to everything that Vic does and Cake does, it Helps and it helps uh, Cake grow. And it's good for uh, the Monero community, too, because people then find the, the right tool to use. We see some yes. other 
scammy scammy projects out there that I don't even know how they get these these ratings and they end up being the things that people see first. So good point there. Yes, and I wanted to say that um, this week I've been very sad and uh, it's uh, cringe for me when I see that literally video games coins like uh, sand sand blocks and mana uh, are literally above Monero. It's very sad for me. And uh, it's like uh, in 10 years, we are going to pay uh, international trade will happen in uh, uh, Clash of Clans gems. <laughs> yes, it's, uh, it's too, but whatever. Yeah. It's uh, exactly the trigger what I mentioned uh, in, in earlier. Uh, that's, that happened for the video game or the so-called metaverse uh, tokens. That's what, uh, what happened. The trigger was the Facebook rebrand to Meta. That mm -hmm. was, that's what caused the pump and it's still pumping. The uh, sand, okay. mana, and all, all of them. Yes. That was the, yeah, so that was the trigger. So similarly, I believe there's a trigger for uh, privacy-oriented coins where uh, Monero is the leader right now. So uh, basically, uh, how can I talk about that? Actually, sure. why I think so. Yeah. So, uh, so let's go back. Uh, why I say that there's a trigger is needed always. Uh, let's go back 10 months uh, you know, earlier, that is to January of this year. Uh, the major news then was, uh, as you know, the Capitol Hill incident in the U.S. So, but something else happened that uh, same month. Uh, that is the uh, updated terms and service of the messaging app WhatsApp. So, uh, what happened? Uh, suddenly, they came up with a new terms and service, uh, terms of service that uh, the data will probably be shared with the parent company as such. And immediately, um, it's also triggered by some, you know, uh, Elon Musk who. Uh, just tweeted out saying use signal and um, so there was a mass flood of users immediately downloading and installing signal their servers broke and uh, the app wasn't really working for a number of hours so it seems uh, later it was analyzed they had millions of users trying to install at once um, signal was around uh, at least three years before that happened that um, uh, so that did not happen until that trigger came when that whatsapp came up with that kind of uh, uh, update uh, terms of uh, terms of service. That's when everyone at once migrated to Signal, and that's the kind of trigger which I'm talking about. So uh, it's likely to happen with Monero. I think there are two possible triggers. One is the uh, implementation of a CBDC, central bank digital currency, um, on a major jurisdiction like you know US or uh, some. Uh, it's already happening in China, but I don't know how many uh, Chinese users are active in Monero, but. Uh, the other reason I think is uh, a new ridiculous kind of tax on your crypto gains or uh, something which is uh, uh, which the U.S. Senator, uh, I mean, uh, yeah, she uh, Elizabeth Warren, I think she talks about this unrealized capital gains. If something like that happens, that also is uh, could be a trigger for uh, major adoption, a major step of adoption by the masses you know, for Monero uh, and other privacy coins. So Very what time? Yeah. Yeah. Very good points, but go ahead, go ahead if you continue. Yeah, so basically, I mean, what, what I was saying is like if any developers are watching, I mean, uh, they, I mean, as a community, we need to optimize for this triggers. When, when, uh, when should this happen? So should these kind of triggers happen? The users uh, will look for something more easy. What is more easy to uh, on ramp? What, what is more easy to acquire? That that's what they are going to go into. Uh, uh, to say, I mean, like, for example, you know, if, if you want to use uh, DeFi, I mean, uh, if you're new into this, uh, people, who, if they use Ethereum, they would spend a lot of money paying the gas fees. So instead, they uh, 
people are now moving on to, at least the new users are coming on to something like Solana and some other layer one chains, uh, Avalanche, uh, Phantom, maybe or some others. So because they are much easier to use and people at this time, they'll not think about the uh, decentralization or security as such. Only the, uh, I think, uh, only the big money come things about it, at, at least as of now. Um, so uh, if the more easier we make it for the not so tech savvy uh, or not someone who is uh, generally called by the media as a nerd, uh, the more easier we make it for a normal person to uh, acquire Monero, uh, that's what they're going to choose. And uh, this is where the competition is between the uh, privacy coins, because at that time, the uh, you know, the, the public would rather go to uh, the easiest privacy coin, which they can acquire and not, I mean, uh, not the hardest one. So they will not think about which is the mostly widely used and so on. So that's right, really right. critical for us. Yeah. Right. But uh, you know, the problem with that is, you know, those are, that's where we get into the on-ramp situation, right? So. Yeah. As Monero gets delisted from centralized exchanges, uh, it becomes exactly. more difficult for noobs to acquire it. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. So this is where I guess, you know, the X, XMR BTC uh, swap and uh, I think one is done by Commit Network and I I think the official ones uh, from by the community is not yet uh, uh, ready. Uh, in the meantime, I think the only uh, other way to on-ramp is, uh, you know, using Secret Network, using their... Uh, uh, text that is secret swap i think they have a, a, a bridged monero to, into their uh, secret network ecosystem that's where uh, somebody can acquire it but still even that is not as widely used as uh, something like ethereum as such you know uh, but it does protect some privacy uh, that's one yeah. way to acquire yeah yeah and i, I think you know a good point though i think you're right there's going to be this kind of triggering point where people wake up and realize the importance of privacy coins i you know i hate to call them that uh and monero will be sitting here waiting in the wings for people that want to jump on and i think there'll be awakening too and people realizing um that while it may not be as easy or as user friendly to acquire monero using things like local monero or some of these other solutions you're talking about havino which we were just speaking about atomic swaps while those things won't be as easy i think there will be this enlightening moment where people start to realize um the importance in obtaining crypto that way and you know maybe once they're a little bit more used to crypto they'll be okay with going down the slightly more arduous route for obtaining yes. it's kind of like the early days of the internet right i mean everybody was experiencing the internet uh through aol here in the united states for some period of time in the early days like most by and far most people that was like how they access the internet that's how they access email that's literally how they access the world wide web it was all through AOL and it was, you know, it was comfortable and it, it was easy. Um, but then people woke up and realized there was a whole, there was a whole internet beyond this walled garden. And obviously the more adventurous went out there first, but eventually everybody followed uh, and it blossomed. Um, so I think we'll see something similar in terms of people moving from decentralized exchanges into this more decentralized way of, of using crypto. Yes, uh, they need to uh, have a reason to protect their privacy, uh, especially uh, you know, in this cycle, uh, as I mentioned earlier, it's all about flexing their uh, uh, JPEGs, uh, NFTs, you know, but actually what uh, probably they may not realize that immediately that exposes, you know, their entire wallet. Uh, anyone can actually go look up what NFT they have and uh, check all the balance, at least when for Ethereum and whatever they are using. Uh, uh, it, that's the same, uh, you know, with other 
cryptocurrencies as well and uh, the what monero protects uh, people from the financial privacy it's still not uh, you know in a way it's not sunk in yet with most people so they don't realize the importance of that yet but they will agree uh, yeah. Un- untraceable what's going on man hello all Hello, turkey. <laughs> You're looking good. <laughs> looking in, in the spirit of Thanksgiving, I am a turkey. <laughs> You're the, the lone survivor. <laughs> I know. I have uh, an an interesting potential news segment that well that could have been in your news segment that um, you might have missed. Uh, something else that Jess Powell, the Kraken CEO, said on Reddit yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me send you a link on Telegram if you want to check it out. He's talking about. Um, how it's basically the chain analysis companies that are pushing uh, the delisting, basically what Arctic Mine mm-hmm. has been saying, you know, the lobbying. Uh, and Jesse so, yeah, thought, kind of confirming that from his perspective. Yeah. Yeah. He's saying that the blockchain surveillance company basically um, says crypto scary and dangerous. You should be concerned, uh, buy our product, and uh, this will allow you to. Uh, surveil the coins that it supports and then the regulator regulators say well what about the coins you don't support and then the chain analysis company says well buy our software and um, we'll figure out eventually how to trace them and then we'll sell you the add-on at a later date and then they're like okay cool we're gonna just uh, delist or push the delisting of uh, these coins that you can't track yet until uh we can track them hmm. that's, yeah so that's, that's from the yeah. <laughs> yeah that's the ceo of just Powell, uh the ceo of kraken i mean so that's that's crazy that he i didn't i didn't see that so he posted that yesterday yeah it's, okay. yeah there's the link there from reddit awesome yeah we'll put that up um it's on the screen <laughs> you know like uh, arctic mine you know, I think he's, he's got it right, you know? So, I mean, what does that really mean from the community's perspective? Uh, well, number one, we always just keep doing things like we should be doing them, which is to just constantly try to move everybody towards decentralization and not even worrying about these centralized exchanges. So, yeah, I think so, it, it, with time, it's not going to matter. And uh, it's actually right. going to be preferable to use the decentralized uh, once it gets enough liquidity of course like uh, once haveno comes on and then uh, thorchain is one that i'm also kind of excited for to get working you can even provide liquidity um uh, so a different way of trading um but yeah uh, exactly. eventually I, I don't think uh, it's gonna bear so much weight these centralized exchanges and their decisions uh, you know regulators are kind of like sh- going to end up shooting themselves in the foot because they could have just um, used exchange data if they wanted to try to track Monero, Monero, but instead they're pushing everyone to more decentralized solutions, which are gonna is going to make uh, their job even harder if their goal is to track Monero and or what their users are doing with Monero. Right. So they might wake up to that uh, pretty soon. Once, you know, they're, they're trying to track it for some reason and they go to, all right, what information do we have? And they're like, well, we don't have anything because they never touched an exchange because there was yeah. no exchange for them to touch. Yeah. And all these oh. solutions are probably going to be uh, 2022 throughout the year. You know, we have the 
uh, Farcaster, BTC atomic swaps, and then the ETH atomic swaps are being worked on. Havanos, I'm not sure, but I, I assume that sometime in 2022 it might be functional, and then Thorchain as well. So there's all of these that are probably going to start working in 2022, and it's going to just give uh, a lot more accessibility and uh, uh, permissionlessness to trading and acquiring Monero. Agree, agree. And I guess the other thing you know is just bringing exposure to it, which we're doing right now. People talking about it, get the word out there. People understand that it's most likely the chain analytics companies that are pushing this initiative and having their way with the you know the regulators and the exchanges. Um, money talks. Yeah, it, you know, like it's, Arctic it's Mine. Different. Arctic Mine has had it right, really, because he's. I remember him saying this about the chain analysis companies are the ones lobbying to have Monero removed because it uh, it it kills their business. If uh, Monero gets used enough and their whole business relies on surveillance and this this coin that cannot be surveilled. So yeah, it's uh, really bad for them. So. Yep. So I think, you know, it'll work itself out, guys. It's, it's just, a, just a matter of time. All roads lead to Monero, as as we all <laughs> like to say. Um, anybody else want to jump up on stage? Please, uh, please do now. I, I just wanted to ask you, um, uh, how do you think this whole thing will pound out? How, uh, uh, in your mind, uh, the adoption will go? Do you think we will have a CBDCs before uh, Monero or maybe some countries... Uh, uh, being strict, more strict on surveillance and really trapping their people and other uh, places like um, El Salvador and Bitcoin City well, where uh, crypto will, um, will uh, explode, you know? Why, how do you think it will happen? I mean, that's, that's the million dollar question or, you know, the trillion dollar question. And, you know, nobody knows. I think the only thing we do is you can look really long term and you know that Monero exists as a technology and it's kind of one already in this use case of being digital cash. And it's there and it works and it's gained network effect. How long it takes for it to then, you know, grow larger uh, as people realize they need it. It's it's really hard to say. It's what we've kind of been talking about today, mostly, right? Is there going to be some triggering events that push people into it? Are there going to be some dark times, uh, which feels a little bit like now, where it's just hard for people to obtain Monero that don't have the really the skills to do it, so it kind of keeps the noobs out. Um, it's really it's it's anybody's guess, but I think what you can say is, you know, you can look at the tech, you can look at the fundamentals of the technology itself, realize that Monero is doing something that no other coin is doing. And what it's really doing is doing what crypto was meant to do uh, and that it's gained a network effect there. You know, it's got the dark, the dark market. A lot of people are moving over to it. The ransomware hackers. Yes, sure. Maybe these are all bad things to point out at this time when we're concerned about regulators regulating. But the fact is there are indications that Monero works as designed and over time, it will just continue to grow. And those who need Monero will move over to it. And it'll be there waiting for them to adopt. However long that takes, it's really hard to say. When most people, as you know, 
are just using crypto to try to make more money. They have no idea what the hell's going on. They're buying, you know, coins that that will, that will not exist in 10 years from now. Uh, and they're just trying to, you know, 10x, 100x without even understanding what, what any of this stuff is. So, um, yes, it is shocking. I, I watched um, um, the page of Coin Market Cap in two, uh, 2013. And I was like, okay, I know Bitcoin, I know Litecoin, and the rest all disappeared. They all went, uh, was gone. And, um, I hope this will happen with again all the coins except like maybe Bitcoin, Monero, and maybe Dogecoin. And I don't know. And what do you think, guys, about um, the new Bitcoin city? Do you think it's a good thing or a bad thing because they use the Lightning Network and it's controlled by government wallets? What is your opinion on this? I'll let others jump in on that. Uh, I haven't been following too closely. Overall, I don't like this idea of pushing people into a crypto. I mean, the whole idea is it's supposed to be this opt-in, right? Free market. It's there. If people want to use it, they can. Kind of mandating people to use it, I think, is the wrong approach, uh, especially if you're doing it in a way that's forcing them through channels where it's not being used as it should be, right? So it's not being used peer-to-peer, -peer, but it's being used through these centralized means where people are uh, essentially controlling the gateways. Uh, so I, I don't like that. But I do like that it's bringing exposure to crypto. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of, of, of both, both opinions there. I do like that it does bring more exposure to crypto. What's happening in El Salvador has, you know, everybody's got their eye on it, the entire world. And so it's good for that reason. Uh, but the approach, uh, I don't like the approach. I don't know if anybody else wants to chime in on that. Clarity focus? Yeah, I think you wanted to talk. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Doug, I uh, I agree with you on that. Uh, in El Salvador, especially, um, most of the people there are unbanked, and uh, that's why the government, uh, they have uh, mandated them to use the wallet, which is approved by the government, and they uh, also partnered with Strike, Strike Global, uh, led by Jack Maulers, to... Uh, be the main service provider uh, for uh, remittances and so on. Yeah, it is more like a kind of a, a world garden there. And uh, I think over time, people will figure out uh, different ways of uh, self-custody. And uh, once this aspect of uh, them being, you know, more surveilled and uh, uh, it's they're monitored, their transactions are monitored. If uh, when that becomes more obvious, we could see uh, mo more of, of El Salvadorians. Um, also migrating to Monero as well. Uh, it depends on what actually happens. Uh, uh, I think now, I mean, if uh, now that they've made uh, it legal tender, uh, over time, the El Salvador government can really uh, take a peek on what exactly their uh, citizens are spending their uh, Bitcoins on. If they are actually are saving it away or are they really spending it and what's being uh, mostly used to buy uh, and all those things, you know, depends on what their approach is going to be. Yeah. Most likely, uh, governments have <laughs> always had the incentive to, you know, uh, not be honest and uh, uh, always track their citizens and just to see that, you know, uh, if they have to win the next elections, they'll have to, they are always at an advantage to see what the citizens are expecting and they could just subsidize those things and get re-elected. I mean, that's one use case they have by surveilling. 
so who knows i mean only the people there you know could uh, decide what uh, they eventually want to uh, at least but they have made a good move by uh, not being under the you know uh, slavery of the us dollar which they can't print but they are dependent on so now they have another option to uh, yeah uh, save themselves and they can mine bitcoin from their uh, uh, own uh, natural sources like volcanoes and so on so i think it's a great move i, I don't see as I, said, I don't see bitcoin as a currency really or as but an asset but they are trying to do use it as a currency it's going to be a little harder for them because it's of the volatility and so on yeah atrace we got any comments there the implementation the way they're implementing bitcoin in el salvador is not great it's like a private uh, lightning network the shiva wallet it's also really bad um but as bad as uh whatever uh, the worst implementation of bitcoin that they can uh come up with is still better than a cbdc in my opinion and it's good that they're running this experiment um the exposure is also good uh for just uh, any digital assets in general because uh the Bitcoin city is probably just going to end up being crypto city. It's, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm sure it's it's going to spread beyond uh, that, uh, even though Maximus might tell you otherwise. But I mean, the the city also, the, the, what's like zero capital gains taxes, zero income taxes. I mean, yeah, that all sounds good. I'm not sure how they're going to make it all work, but uh, yeah, I'm just watching at doesn't seem like a the worst thing uh given that there's central it's it's a it's not a central bank and it's not a cbdc at least uh, like the uh it it can be improved later on with self-custody and and people will learn how to um avoid the kyc from government possibly there's options so yeah, I don't. I don't see it as necessarily a bad development. What's happening in El Salvador? Although, yeah, like I said, the implementation is not so great. Yeah, it's it's pretty wild that it even has happened. It's happened this fast, so it's it's hard not to say. Overall, it's it's not exciting and a good thing. It's it's insane that there's a nation state trying to push Bitcoin to this level uh and for whatever their you know reasons may be doesn't really matter the fact that the game theory is working and now we have nation states trying to trying to play in the game here and trying to get an edge and i think untraceable is 100 correct it's it's not going to just be bitcoin city it's inevitably going to become you know crypto crypto city down there um it's just it's just what's going to happen or you know you'll have other countries that will step up and essentially compete in that way if, if they don't do it first so and it is an experiment. So people are smart if, if they see things that Bitcoin lacks or or if they catch on to like, wow, this is not very private. Why am I even transacting with this? You know, people are smart. They'll figure solutions. Uh, they'll self-custody more. They'll avoid KYC. They might even start using Monero or uh, other options. But I think the biggest thing is it's not CBDC and when we need more countries and more people going away from central banking. So that's good there. Good stuff. Did we have somebody else to jump on? Uh, yeah, I think a fungible one to chat. Hello. 
You're muted. We can't hear you. Hello, hello. Okay, Fungible, you're on mute. You're on mute, I think. Yes, as always. Yeah, I, I was just tuning in maybe after uh, uh, Untraceable, I can have a few words. Sure, sure, sure yeah, sure. go ahead. Uh, well, uh, I, I was just, you know, doing a little bit of research some time back about, uh, you know, some of the developing countries uh, and their regulations around this, uh, you know, private cryptocurrencies, which they cannot track. Uh, I found something interesting because uh, I can give you an example of a country like India, right? So they have something called uh, Foreign Exchange Management Act, which is called FEMA regulations. What that means is uh, they're very happy for money to move into the into the country. So let's take as an example for India, they like money. So if somebody sends money from, let's say, Russia or US or Europe, they're really happy to get it. So there is no limit. So you can send infinite amount of money because then that helps the, the local currency. But they are not at all happy. And it is against, you know, against law uh, to move money out of country. So if you want to, let's say, send uh, the, the Indian rupees uh, to, uh, let's say, US, it is, this is not as straightforward through banks because you have to fill up some paper, paperwork, even if you want to send something like $1,000. It's uh, it's a lot of paperwork from what I hear. Uh, so so they are really strict about this. But however, uh, with this uh, digital currency space coming in, it's very easy for people to both receive. Let's say uh, what they do is they do arbitrage. That is, let's say they send one or whatever Bitcoin from US to the Indian exchange, and in Indian exchange, uh, the price of Bitcoin, for instance, or other cryptocurrencies, even Monero, it's it's like usually 10%, 15% higher than the international prices. And uh, they, they like to keep the stock of their own cryptocurrencies in India. So there is some kind of uh, yeah, hidden rule, so to speak, that they cannot buy the cryptocurrencies from foreign exchange. So they have to uh, trade with the cryptocurrency they already have in India. So when somebody sends, let's say, Bitcoin from abroad to Indian exchange, so Indian exchanges are happy because they, they, they have extra supply, which people can trade with locally. But it's also possible for people to just, you know, ex uh, withdraw out of the Indian exchanges and send it to abroad. So it's really smooth for for the people, like you know, in the nations. But now with this bill that they're coming up with, which I was actually reading, they want to prohibit this uh, so-called private cryptocurrencies. And I think I also like you know mentioned in the presentation before, uh, it's it's not very clear what private actually means. Is it is it like uh, uh, you know, stopping uh, privacy coins, or is it stopping the whole ecosystem? Uh, because as of today, uh, you'll be surprised to know uh, there are 100 million, that is almost uh, 8 to 10% of Indians are into cryptocurrencies. Like, at least they have something. They, they are trading actively and, and they have done their KYC, etc. Can you just repeat the number, please? Uh, yes, it's it's almost like eight to ten percent of, of Indians have have invested in cryptocurrencies. So that is around ten billion US dollars has been invested in it. So if if government suddenly comes up with a ban, which yeah they could, uh, it's going to uh, they're going to have a lash back because it's a democracy. It's not as easy. So in my opinion, from what I know from sources, they're not going to ban. Uh, the, the the privacy coins i mean sorry ban the the whole ecosystem uh, because they also have got foreign funding into the exchanges in india so so they just cannot do that i mean if they do that people will going to go to supreme court 
and uh, you know they're they're more of a let's say greater democracy so to speak so so my opinion is that uh, they they're going to uh, come back okay this is something i want to speak about uh, as i said about this fema regulation that they don't want money to go out of india because you know sometimes they they fear that it's going to is used for wrong activities because you know there are something going on between india and pakistan with neighboring countries uh, you know uh, money can flow back and forth uh, so that's like a like concern and also uh, yeah that's the, the the concern of the government um so so with bitcoin the, the problem is i was in i was through some source i was in contact with somebody from a known exchange in india uh, and this is interesting they got uh just uh, last few months alone they got around 400 uh, requests from the indian irs which is like the tax authority of india i don't know what the exact name is uh they got around 400 requests for tracking users transactions and it becomes really easy for the authorities so you know there are many exchanges let's say there are 100 of exchanges in india maybe 10 uh it's okay if some of the exchanges have not done kyc because let's say somebody withdraws a public cryptocurrency which is like i would say bitcoin you know we can track and trace uh, it will end up uh, landing up in certain exchange which has done kyc so they are able to track the users funds and movements and that's why they they get the request but with something like a private private cryptocurrency this is completely ruled out and my concern is that in india uh, they go no you know go after this private cryptocurrency that they're going to say to exchanges that hey we don't we don't want you uh, please delist it so i i i see that this is this is coming so just just to share this this news and this it, is coming in the next two weeks i think oh wow and a fund so do you think what what will the general response then be from the populace the people that use crypto is it that they'll just then ignore privacy coins or will there be some kind of strizan effect where people may open their eyes to it a, a little bit more some subset there will be like wait a minute why are they doing this yeah this is a this is a difficult question because uh, from what i check from the indian news and media uh, you know uh, most of them are talking about there's a mixed opinion so let's say there is 50 50 so people who are into this ecosystem like as i said 8 to 10% which is like uh, you know for a country of 1 billion population it's 100 million people it's a big number uh, it's still 50 50 people are who are into cryptocurrencies already they kind of understand this now uh, this uh, coins like monero but uh, again they want to uh, they lean towards the the regulation side so you know india is probably not as mature as it comes to privacy uh, in europe and us people are talking about privacy in australia talking about privacy but in india there are still you know a few steps behind so they think you know privacy is not a big deal but maybe it is in the future um yes to answer your question uh, there is a negative connotation happening right now uh, in in the, in the indian medias where they say monero is used for illegal transactions financial crimes blah blah and bitcoin is yeah it's better than monero that is like the 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 kind of um, environment we have currently so there is let's say it's leaning more towards the negative side all right guys um but you know that changes nothing for <laughs> monero land or monero topia um you know, if you if you understand the stuff and you understand what it's all about then 
honestly, these things really shouldn't concern you. Um, this was kind of inevitable. We saw some version of this happening. We'll see how it shakes out. Uh, but Monero works just as well today as it did yesterday, and it will work better even tomorrow as more people continue to use it for its intended purpose, not just for you know trying to pump pump their their fee up. Yeah, and uh, one more thing, Uch, uh, uh, it's it was kind of inevitable. I think we, as a Monero community, kind of already know this. Uh, it's just that you know there's a there's a period of time period of evolution where people realize and you know slowly get there. So it's also in a way good because uh, <laughs> hardly anybody in India knew about uh, Monero, but in the last just in the last one month, it's unbelievable that you know the, like if everybody knows what that is. That is so, unbelievable. So that, I mean, that's really the hardest part when you think about it. If you're trying to get everybody to use some some network, some protocol, the hardest thing to do is to get everybody to know it exists in the first place. Um, so, you know, I think the Streisand effect is a real thing. Um, I think they're kind of doing the dirty work for us. <laughs> yes, it's kind of like game theory in play. One hundred percent. All right, guys. I think yeah. we're gonna wrap it up. Untraceable's making me really hungry here. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't eat me. <laughs> Haven't you done enough? Untraceable. We just want to thank you again for all the help with the event, getting the Monerotopia.com up again. Uh, it looks beautiful. I know. Yeah, no problem. And thank you guys for everything you do. All right. Alrighty. Thank you, everybody. Uh, a fungible. Thanks for doing the price report again. Eon, thanks for jumping on again. Um, Clarity Focus, thanks for being our special guest for the week. I you know, recommend people check you out, check out your newsletter. Stop in anytime. That goes to Thank everybody you. listening. Thank you so much. Thank Have you so much. Day. Day. Have a great weekend. Bye, guys. Have a good weekend, guys. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Take care. Thank you for joining us on this week's episode. We release new episodes every week. You can find and subscribe to the show on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Go to monerotalk.live slash subscribe for a full list of places where you can watch and listen. If you want to interact with us, guests, or other podcast listeners, you can follow us on Twitter. And please leave us a review on iTunes. It helps people find the show, and we are always happy to read them. So thanks so much, and we look forward to being back next week.